0: everybody, and welcome back to another fantastic episode of Talking Time Lords. This is episode number 72, Come Along Pond, the Karen Gillan Panel. I'm, as always, one of your hosts, Jason Hunt, and I'm uh, by myself this episode, uh, because all I'm doing is I'm giving a brief introduction to uh, some panel audio that I acquired while at Phoenix Comic Con last weekend. This is sort of a bonus episode here for you, um, since, obviously, uh, we're in the middle series 10 of Doctor Who uh, upcoming uh, this weekend, of course, is The Lie of the Live Land, which we are very excited to review along with the Pyramid at the End of the World uh, for next week's episode. Uh, but this week we'll be talking, uh, I'll be just presenting here the audio from Karen Gillan's panel at Phoenix Comic Con 2017. Um, I had the good fortune to be able to not only attend the convention and her panel but i also got a pretty cool photo op with her um the the digital photo has yet to make it onto the Venus comic-con website as far as i last checked uh so i am waiting eagerly for that to hit the webs so i can share it on our facebook page so keep an eye out for that um in the next coming days hopefully um this panel uh, of course revolves a lot around uh karen gillen's time on doctor who ...as Amy Pond. It also uh, deals a lot with uh, her time on Guardians of the Galaxy as Nebula. Uh, So this isn't a purely Doctor Who-centric panel. Um, Venus Comic Con was supposed to be a pretty good year for Doctor Who fans. Uh, Nothing can beat last year when we had uh, not only uh, River Song, but we also had Rose... Uh, We had Vastra and Strax all there at once. And, of course, I had that great photo op that I got in my Fourth Doctor costume with the four of them. So that was pretty cool. Um, We were supposed to have Arthur Darvill and Jenna Coleman this year. Uh, Arthur canceled a couple weeks back. Um, and then Jenna Coleman had a last minute extension to her filming and was unable to come. And so they managed to get Karen Gillan instead. So I'm very excited. Um, Karen was wonderful. Uh, and it was a a lot of fun to, uh, be there for her panel. Um, and it was pretty cool to, uh, get that photo op with her as well. Uh, she's taller than I expected. Um, (laughs) But uh, anyway, uh, enough of me babbling about. Um, I'm going to go ahead and let turn you over here to the episode. Um, I'm not coming back at the end of the episode, um, so I'll go ahead and give the contact information now. If you want to uh, interact with us, please do that on our social media, uh, facebook.com slash TalkingTimeLords. You can also find our group page there through our Facebook page uh, where you can uh, interact with us and... Uh, speculate and discuss all sorts of aspects of doctor who uh, you can also f- follow us on twitter at at talking time lord or email us at talking time lords at gmail.com all links to all of our social media as well as links to all of our previously released episodes are found on our website uh, talkingtimelords.com lords.com so check all of those out uh, please leave a rating and review for us on itunes tune in stitcher or wherever you find our lovely little podcast um, because we would greatly appreciate that and it helps uh, it helps us pass podcasts that no longer produce new ep- episodes, but are higher in the queue on iTunes um, than we are. So um, please do that. Uh, so without any further ado, thank you so much. Uh, Paul and I will be back next week with our review of Pyramid at the End of the World and Lie of the Land. Uh, so come back for that. Be excited for that. Um, but until then... Here's Karen Gillan's panel. Thank you, everybody.
1: Look at this. Packed house.
2: Hey, everyone. Welcome to Phoenix Comic-Con 2017. As you know, we have a fantastic guest for you today. You may know her as the adopted daughter of Thanos in Guardians of the Galaxy. Ambitious companion of the 11th Doctor and Dr. Who. Please <laughs> a very be. warm peace. Welcome, Welcome to Karen Dillon. up here with microphones, and uh, I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to our fantastic audience for questions, because looks like we've got a lot of folks here. All right, do you want to go ahead and start here? Start to pressure?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, well, it's a lot of pressure. I'm sorry. Do you want to be but right. you yes. yes.
2: We need to get it Ha <laughs> Fun, actually. Um, I would really like to see yeah. her get her revenge on Thanos. That would be really cool. But I did lots of amateur theatre before that. Um, and I love that so much that sort of, um, you know, that's when I realized that I wanted to do that for the rest of my life. I just love it so much. I love disappearing into other characters. It's amazing. Thank you. Thank you. And I just loved it. I loved all fight sequences, and I got to keep my hair. (laughs) (laughs) wait, my because I was getting mistaken for a man all too often without my hair. Because I was so tall. So, it's really nice to feel like a female again. Thank you. Hello. Hi. Um, so whenever I do watch Dr. Who, the episode of the age of where we lose the genitory, always makes me cry. Me too. Um, However, then the stunt woman does a version, and they look so much better. <laughs> and I like then the stunt girl is all like cool and like nebula. Uh, so I feel like I take care of the words, she takes care of the action. And I'm kind of happy with that arrangement. Um, so I definitely do a lot of them, and I'm consistently scared when I'm doing them. Like, I've had to be dropped from the ceiling this high, there's like free-falling, and then this
1: machine stops me right before I hit the floor. And I'm like... Safe a machine. Thanks. Hello. Uh, I know you had a very big part with Doctor Who and I knew everyone to ask you Doctor Who questions, so I want to ask you about your transition from Doctor Who into doing Oculus. <laughs>
2: Actually, because I feel like I was involved in genre and um, just through being in Doctor Who, so I've dealt with monsters, I've dealt with paranormal things, so it kind of just felt like an extension of that movie, which was kind of cool. But it was my first job in America, um, and I really enjoyed that aspect of it. And I love American horror movie, so it was just like so excited to walk around the corridors, like the white light lights and <laughs> stuff. mm <laughs> I <laughs> so much about acting from her and she's a seasoned pro and she has all this amazing theatre and you know she can really get the doctor a runner's money and that's always fun to watch for me.
1: My daughter is junior and
2: over that one year in scene. Yes, you have to do that. Swap <laughs> <It's what> role <laughs> And also to know what to react to, because that's always tricky when you don't know what it's going to look like and then you're trying to react to it. Thank you. Thanks. Cool. Who says drugs? Hi. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just wondering um, how her relationship with um, uh, uh, she the ADA would be, and she's a kid. She's a kid. She's a
1: different, the- different yeah. culture.
2: Because then it can be Scottish yet. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's like full Scottish am going to that. And mermaid creature, and everyone was like, ooh, there's a supermodel in there, and I so, was like, I'm gonna go talk to her, and I was like, do that. <laughs> so then he like sailed over, and he, he's doing this like, cool thing that I've come to know really well, um, and then he was like leaning on this light stand that was next nice to him, and then the whole thing went over. <laughs> he went over. I was mostly <laughs> like, still crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I think it started with the so he did like this funny little frog to it once, I remember. Uh, do you remember this? It was in what episode? The Pandora one. Yes. But he like he, he doesn't believe he's real and he just like walks in and I feel like it's just it's
1: just like evolved from there. He's just played, like Loris's toy or something <laughs>
2: Ha, ha, ha. and singing. That's an amazing thing, like just, it's constant country music and stuff like that. But the one that is ridiculous is (laughs) my co By the way, so, I don't know if you've seen the new Guardian. song, but there's a new character called Mantis, played by Joan Clementeia, who's amazing. Um, And she has some really emotional stuff with dress. And so they were doing this like big important rehearsal. They were alone in a room with the director. She's crying, they're really getting into it. And then they moved towards the door. It had a window in it, and then all they saw was Michael Rooker's bare baltim. It was pressed up against
1: the glass. And the parents.
2: We just don't have any of the same mannerisms. Hopefully anyway she's all we'll, like hit tilty and like roll up and uh with A I would say we share most characteristics. <laughs> We're pretty similar actually. Um and I think it's just because I played a character for quite a long time and after a certain amount of time it just like it just sort of becomes you a little bit and you become it and it all emerges you know what's real and what's not anymore. <laughs> I'm Cecilia. Um, to <coughs> nice to meet you. Uh, so Amy and Lori's love story is just absolutely my favorite love story ever. Oh, and they so because you guys are really wonderful. So what I wanted to ask, because you know when they moved that to Manhattan, it broke my heart, broke a little heart. But would you have picked a different ending for them? No, i don't think so because I think it's the perfect way to go, really. Because I think in a weird way it was a happy ending. I mean, she got to be with the man that she loves and she chose him. Um, you know, after all this back and forth that she had and she had her nights at certain points as blah, 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 um, she finally chose to be with him. And I think that's kind of beautiful. Um, I love that we did Angel, so I was really happy that those, you know, they were involved in the exit. Thanks. industry as well because you have all this craft service and it's amazing. I mean there was a point when I first came to America, where I thought I was like, this is great. <laughs> like it's, it's like, like this. And it's um it's my favorite thing ever. So I think we're you could take a leave out of your book. Whenever I, was acting, uh, whenever I was acting with Matt Smith, and it was me and him one-on-one on one because for some reason I could just listen to him and then just get fully immersed in what he was doing and totally forget like, who I was and what was happening and just like, I'm just completely present. So, um, and that's really special when that happens between actors and that's kind of why I do this, so that was good. Okay. and facts and names, just so much harder to remember that, like, sort of an emotional logic of any sort. So obviously that was pretty immersive. It was in Alabama, which was a cool experience, because um, there was, like, high on, on the road. That's <laughs> 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 <And> another story. <laughs> I I burst into a full dance routine, um, and it was ridiculous, and it was so stupid, but it was just so much fun, it was, like, really, (laughs) 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 like, crazy. Um, So, what's your most embarrassing moment while filming? Uh, What is my most embarrassing moment? I'm trying to think. Oh, there has to be one. I've seen people break women during filming, but I've never done that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> And then we got to be in it, and I feel like it definitely evolved when we came in. Um, And then I worked a little bit with Jenna and Kapaldi, which I really liked, and I like that whole dynamic. And I feel like it shifted just with new actors, it just naturally kind of. (laughs) <laughs> My mom didn't
1: recognize
2: me. <laughs> <laughs> um, the line, I'm curious, how difficult was it to adopt an American style?
1: Um,
2: it was okay, actually, just because I used to play Arby's in an American accent when I was a kid. I'm not even, it's really weird. And then when I, on my first day of filming in Stimula, um I did my first take, and then James Adam was like, can you do this um, like Marilyn Monroe? And I was like, what? are <laughs> you um, And then I tried it, and then it sort of like evolved into this really brandy Clint Eastwood-style American delivery, and I was like, that's going to be one of the greatest notes I've ever
1: been given from a director. <laughs> Thanks. I've seen you imitate Britney Spears. Do
2: Yes. I do you have a Britney impression? <laughs> Don't do it! Do it! Do it! Um, well, what song should I sing? A non-Britney song. That's the circulation. I no.
1: was putting it all apart, too. I
2: was putting it all apart, I'm
1: hearing that. I'm hearing Frank Sinatra. Okay, I'm really nervous. Sorry. <laughs> That's lying. Yeah. That's what people say.
2: I mean, it's so dry as well, it's almost like a British style of humor. <laughs> I like it. Thank you. Hi. Um, my name is Victoria, and I was wondering what was the scariest episode in Doctor Who that you had filmed? film? Scariest episode? Oh, you know what was really scary? The one with those dolls. Oh. Oh. Ha <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, I love working with her, <clears throat> I'm working on a circle with a fun experience, um, it's kind of all technology based and kind of scarily plausible and, and real and um, it was nice to get a little bit of mixture and of into the real world.
1: Oh, of course. Yeah. The
2: question is, when did they tell you that you were really And how did you react when you found out? They didn't tell me. They didn't tell me. There was a moment where you know I was told. I just read it in the script one day, and I am like, what? <laughs> 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 okay, this changes things. <laughs> And then I
1: was like, wow, okay, I also, I'm also sort of glad that I didn't know
2: because it was pretty exciting to read that. I was wondering,
0: because I heard that Mark Hamill, the guy playing Darth Vader, Luke didn't know Darth Vader was a spot until they told that was oh. locked out on the Oh, yeah, side.
2: that happens. Yeah, they like to keep things really under wraps. So that we all get to be surprised when we watch these things and that's just the greatest. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Right, maybe two more questions? Two more. Cool. <laughs> I <laughs> okay. I was
1: wondering what
2: it's like to work with your cousin, being younger, you and Dr. Hood. It was so much fun working with my cousin, Caitlin because she's such an amazing little actress. I say little, she's almost as tall as me now. i like 16 years old. I'm scary as that.
1: <laughs> um, and she was amazing. I thought she did such a good job and I loved her whole
2: thing with Matt Smith. Um, in that scene where they're cooking um, all the food and the beans and stuff. Um, and yeah, I'm so proud of her. She did an amazing job and, you know, it's a scary thing to do, but she, she really nailed it. Thank Thank you. Thank you.
0: Time Lords is a proud member of the Thunderquack Podcast Network. Visit Thunderquack.com to see their entire catalog of podcasts. Or visit patreon.com thunderquack to help support the show.